0: If you've been binging my free content here on this podcast or over on my YouTube channel, I want to take a quick second before I start this episode to thank you so much for being here but the free stuff will only get you so far. So if you want my complete proven blueprint for opening a successful and sustainable play cafe or indoor playground business that is profitable from day one, I want to invite you to join me inside my signature course play cafe Academy head to the show notes right now to get instant on-demand access to all 12 modules, your detailed pre-launch checklist, your 34 page business plan template, your plug and play financial model to help you estimate your startup costs and project your revenue and everything you need to save time, money and frustration throughout your opening process. For a limited time right now, you'll also get an entire month of free access to Playmaker Society, my invite-only membership created exclusively for Play Cafe Academy students who want to work with me personally to optimize and scale their businesses through coaching, guest experts, templates, and -and plug-and-play resources, plus collaboration with over 200 other owners, and so much more. The price for Play Cafe Academy will go up before 2022 is over. So lock in the current price and get all the exclusive bonuses, including a month inside Playmaker Society and getting a chance to work with me personally by heading to the show notes and choosing your preferred way to pay in full or over time right now. I will see you there. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy all while making the living you dreamed of. I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. All right, playmakers. So you may have noticed that on this podcast, we talk a lot about business growth. So attracting new leads and potential customers, converting as many of those leads as possible into paying clients, and just increasing sales and bookings in general, and making sure that we as business owners are creating enough diverse revenue streams so that we're protecting our businesses and our livelihoods in the face of an economic turndown or recession, seasonality, or maybe even protecting ourselves in the case of a new competitor opening up. All of that. But as we move through the last quarter of the year, I can't believe we're already in quarter four. It's crazy to me. I also want to closely examine how we're handling that growth. Because if our businesses and our processes aren't fully optimized, we can experience some real growing pains. So for example, if you were to increase your birthday party bookings instantly by 20%, could your current staff and business handle that increase? You know the saying, you know, more money, more problems. Sometimes that really does come into play, and this episode was actually really inspired not only by some current things I'm working through that I'm going to talk about, but also by the Book More Birthdays challenge that I did a couple weeks ago. A lot of people said, I would love more bookings, but I just can't handle it with my current operations. And we have to fix that in order to reach our potential as business owners. So let's go back to that hypothetical example of increasing your bookings by 20%. Again, I asked the question, Could your current staff handle that increase, or would you need to hire some new team members? And if you were to hire new people, let's say, would you be able to easily integrate them into your current team's ecosystem? Do you have a job posting template and process for hiring ready to go? Do you have something to keep track of candidates and interviews and a way to delegate some of that to a manager or a team lead? And once someone comes on board, do you have an employee welcoming system with all of their required payroll and employee employment paperwork and insurance paperwork ready to go and ready to pass on to your accountant? When it comes to training a new team member, will that be a huge source of stress for you or will it be a huge time and resource strain on yourself or your current team members? And back to the party bookings, do you have a way to easily keep track of all these clients and communicate with them as their date approaches, being sure to make time to upsell them with party upgrades to make their lives easier and your profit bigger? And if they do decide to upgrade and purchase add-ons, how are you managing and keeping track of all these party requests and special add-ons and theme and decor choices or Are you constantly feeling like things are slipping through the cracks? Now, this optimizing is also, in addition to business growth, a topic that I've already talked about a lot on this podcast previously, especially when it comes to creating and documenting systems. So don't worry. We're not going to try to tackle all of the things that I just mentioned today, and I'm really sorry if I you know, put you into fight or flight mode on a Monday morning. That's not my intention. So what I do want you to do is spend some time this week. I want you to identify any current systems in your business that are creating bottlenecks that could cause you to let things slip through the cracks, resulting in negative reviews, loss in revenue, refunds, all that stuff. And Really quickly, in general, a bottleneck in this case refers to areas of congestion within a business or a specific system that results from increased workloads or increased customer volume. So again, more money, more problems. Typically, bottlenecks result from inefficiencies and can significantly impact time spent on processes. It can impact your costs And like I said, it could impact your customer service and your team morale. So I want to give you a couple examples because hopefully this will get your wheels turning and spark some inspiration about some places where bottlenecks could be occurring in your business. And I'm going to start with my current business, and then I'm going to kind of backtrack to my Play Cafe business. So this last week, we were talking about defining our queen bee role in our businesses, that most important function that results in the biggest impact on your revenue and i got to thinking since i had mentioned that my queen bee role is que- is creating consistent free content both here on this podcast and on my youtube channel my business runs off of lead generation and email list building so even if i never create another new course or do anything else in my business I can keep, keep things churning and sales happening through this free content creation because it helps new people find my resources and enter my sales funnels into my various programs. Again, creating sales. When I was looking at the process behind this queen bee role, again, something I always like to do in the last quarter of the year. I realized that the podcasting app I was using was creating a massive bottleneck. I can only have one feed per email address with the system I was using. And since I now have four different podcast feeds, two for my students, which are private, which I'm gonna talk about in a second, and two that are public for you guys, I was constantly losing time having to manage all four accounts and signing in, signing out, managing the passwords, all that stuff. And since I was using a free tool, it definitely had some drawbacks. In some cases, especially with software, you really do get what you pay for. Not in every instance, but in this case, I was definitely having a lackluster experience with this free tool. Episodes were constantly moving out of order, scheduled episodes were not publishing, so I'd have to go in and manually recreate the entire episode, which really makes the whole batching obsolete. And I was also constantly finding myself reformatting the show notes to be in a readable style. So it was just a mess. And it was, like I said, not only a constant drain on my time and resources, but also on my energy and my frustration. Because... Both of those are limited resources as business owners, especially as parent business owners. So, last week, I decided to do some research and switch to Hello Audio, which is a paid platform. Now, not only can I manage my two free podcast feeds in one easy dashboard, I was also able to successfully create my two private feeds for my students. And just a really quick side note I promise this will be short, but One of my big goals to accomplish before the end of this year is to increase the amount of content that my paid course students complete. Because my Play Cafe Academy course is super robust. There's over 13 modules, not even including the bonuses, and over 70 total lessons. So it can be overwhelming for my students, especially when they want to re-listen and re-listen to certain lessons again and again As they get ready to open and my membership is getting there in terms of robustness as well. Now that there are well over three years of advanced member only trainings, guest expert trainings and recorded coaching calls, new members can often feel like they're drinking from a fire hose when they join. There's just so much content and so much to learn and absorb. And as we all know, overwhelm can often lead to inaction. And the only way that my courses and my Playmaker Society membership are going to transform your business is through action and implementation. So this past week, I transferred all three years of my membership content and all 70 plus Play Cafe Academy lessons to private, student-only podcast feeds that people can listen to wherever they listen to podcasts, whether it's Spotify or Apple iTunes or Google. So again, I'm not taking away my video course or my learning portal. I'm keeping all of that. This is just simply another way to listen to the lessons, which again, is even more so appreciated by those people who listen again and again just to make sure they're absorbing every little last nugget. Because again, with no video login or portal or anything like that, it makes taking action and implementing much easier because it makes consumption and absorption of that content and information easier. Now, sure, some lessons like the one where I go over the do's and don'ts of a play cafe website or the one where I give you know behind the scenes cafe tours and talk about latte making and stuff like that, that's still best absorbed through video. But Creating easy options for my students is really important to me. So anyway, sorry about that tangent. It did take me several days to make this switch, which resulted in an unexpected half week break from releasing podcast episodes in this feed. So I'm so sorry about that. I would have told you in advance, but again, it was very unexpected. I didn't realize how difficult the transition was going to be but now that bottleneck in my business has pretty much completely been resolved. I have a more reliable, less glitchy system, and I'm spending much less time on the entire podcasting process, which, as I mentioned, is a key process that the entire success of my business hinges on. Sure, it put me on hold for a few days, but it's going to save me so much time in the long run, and even though it comes with a small monthly fee, To me, the time saved is worth much more and therefore still gives me a positive return on investment, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. But I want to give you another example. So back in my Play Cafe business, we were managing all of our memberships and all of our reward systems and stuff like that through a company called AppCard. And it seemed great at first. I love that my members could have little key tags and I love that it integrated or you know, hypothetically integrated with the point of sale system that we were using at the time, which was called shopkeep. But I quickly learned that anytime we needed to make a pricing change or make a tweak or add a new offer or a cafe menu item, because again, we had a reward system. So every single time somebody made a latte purchase or a snack purchase or anything like that, they would get rewards and they would work up to discounts and things like that but I quickly learned that this system was just not set up to be agile. And that's really what we needed as a new business. So every time I had to add, like I said, a new item or make a price change or anything like that, which we found ourselves doing pretty often, again, as a new business that was constantly learning and improving, that we had to call their customer service. And they had to go through an entire process of doing it on the back end and making sure that it was updated on the front end. And honestly, it really didn't integrate as seamlessly with our point of sale software that the sales team had led us to believe. So it was super frustrating for our team members. It was super frustrating for our customers because they felt like they weren't getting the, the rewards that they were entitled to and promised to. And it wasn't keeping track of the waivers like the sales team had promised it would. And like I said, it was just something that was a constant source of frustration, not just for me and for the customers and for our team members, but it was just all around the worst system ever. And again, we couldn't have really known this before we were actually operating. So because it was creating this constant source of stress and it was such a time suck, we ended up switching to Aluvi, which is the point of sale system that was really more of an all-in-one that we really needed especially when we opened a second location now this isn't to say that aluvi is going to be the perfect solution for everyone a lot of my playmaker society members work well on simpler cheaper you know less robust systems but again for us we really wanted tablet ordering and kiosk ordering we needed to manage different party rooms at different locations and for us, this was just the best solution. So once we made the switch from AppCard and Occasion and a Shopkeep, all of these systems that we were kind of duct taping together, once we made the switch to the all-in-one Aluvi, we were spending less time on every single process, every single check-in encounter. My team was a lot happier. We weren't causing people to lose out on rewards. We were able to track people a lot more cl- closely. Something that we were seeing with AppCard was that people were using other people's memberships because again, there wasn't an easy way to track waivers in this way. And with Aluvi, it just made it much simpler. We could add photos and we had member profiles. And like I said, for us, it was just the best solution of the ones that were currently available to us at the time. So that was a huge um, a, a big example of a huge bottleneck that was in our business that once we resolved, we saw a huge positive return on investment. And if you want to learn more about exactly why we switched, how we switched, and more about that particular point of sale system, I'm going to link to the YouTube video that I did about it back a couple years ago. So again, I want to encourage you to evaluate all of the different point of sales, all of the different systems that are currently available to you That's just the one that was best for us at the time. And I'm going to give you a little checklist of processes and systems to go over in a minute. But I want to give you one more example. And this one I really see, especially with people that do mobile parties and events or people that book out many months in advance and have a lot of moving parts. So if you are a premier party venue and that you do a limited number of events, but they're very high touch They're very highly customizable, if that's something that sounds familiar in your business. So what I'm talking about is, I guess, like the opposite of a Chuck E. Cheese. So if you've ever had to or gone to a party at a Chuck E. Cheese, typically they're all the same. They all have the same timeline. They have very minimal decorations. You pretty much know exactly what you're going to get. And they're what I would call, quote unquote, cookie cutter parties. If you are kind of the opposite of that, and like I said, every single customer gets a completely unique experience. And I'm not saying here that one is better than the other, but if you find yourself in constant communication with your upcoming clients and you charge high prices to make sure that's actually worth your while, you might find yourself, again, constantly letting things slip through the cracks constantly feeling like you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off, trying to keep track of every single party's upgrades and decor choices and food choices and things like that, you might want to look into something like HoneyBook, which is kind of like a customer relationship management software. It's just a way that really helps you communicate and keep track of all of these moving parts with every single booking a lot easier. So again, I want you to go through this week and really identify and write down at least one bottleneck in your business. That one system or process that you know could be better, but just haven't prioritized yet. Again, whether that's communicating with birthday clients or checking customers in or managing your memberships, this is going to be completely business dependent. So once you find that one bottleneck, again, we can take one at a time here. Either do some research yourself or have a team member look at different options of resolving it and do a cost-benefit analysis. And if a new tool or solution is a bit more expensive than what you're currently using, I want you to ask yourself, can this still result in a positive return on investment for you? If so, I would highly encourage you to at least consider shifting or at least doing a free trial to see what impact this switch has on your business. And if you can make your team's lives easier or simpler or make their jobs more enjoyable as a result of the switch, that will have even more of a positive, albeit indirect, impact on your business. And you'll really start seeing a snowball effect of benefit, starting with morale and retention, again, above and beyond the time that you're saving by resolving this bottleneck. So I talked about memberships, I talked about client communication, um, I talked about a couple other things, but some other ideas of where you could look for potential bottlenecks in your business could be, again, your point of sale software, your gift card or loyalty card management systems, employee scheduling, employee payment, employee training, event booking and party booking, CRMs or client management systems and waiver systems, Your website, so making changes in your website. Are you constantly having to go through a developer? Your checklists and task management systems, your employee communication system. So for example, are you constantly texting with your employees and team members or are you using something that's a little bit more trackable and that has a little bit more accountability like Slack? What about social media and your marketing systems and your scheduling softwares? There are so many different places where you could identify, again, potential bottlenecks in your business. So your play of the day is to at least identify one and work to resolve it. And yes, you might be thinking that you want to stay as lean as possible in your business operations. And by that, I mean, operate as inexpensively with as few tools as possible. You might be really attached to your free tools and your spreadsheets and your Google Docs just to prevent that one extra bill per month. But what I've had to learn the hard way in entrepreneurship is that my time and energy are by far my most valuable resources. Yes, more advanced tools might be more expensive, but if I can free up some of my headspace and some of my energy and if that results in me being a better leader, a more creative owner and one who's more energized to focus on the growth aspect of my business that I mentioned at the very top of the episode. I know that I'll see a positive return on investment. So I'm not afraid to invest in the more expensive tool. You can always make more money much easier than you can create more time for yourself. The key here is not holding on to the money that you make quite so tightly. Don't be afraid to spend as long as you can do a careful cost-benefit analysis. If your systems have a million different steps and are, again, creating stress and frustration and way more time spent than they need to, that is really going to prevent you from reaching your potential as a business. And if you need help with this cost-benefit analysis or recommendations or anything like that, it's one of my favorite things to help my members with in Playmaker Society. So, feel free to head over to the show notes to learn more about becoming a member. But I want to thank you so much for listening today. And if you want to share one bottleneck that you are identifying and working to resolve, feel free to message me on Instagram or send me an email. All my contact information is in the show notes. All right, I will see you back here on Wednesday with another play of the day.